We'd like to thank this week's sponsor, Humans Were Here Records. Their artist TLB, a punk rock powerhouse from Chicago, has a killer new song streaming everywhere Tuesday, February 8th, called Fucked Up and Lonely. So mark your freaking calendars and get ready to party or cry or whatever your heart's going to make you do. Find out all about Humans We're Here and TLB by going to humanswerehere.com and following them on their socials at humans.were.here and at TLB Kicks Ass. Enjoy the rest of the show. Hey everybody, we'd like to take a second to thank today's sponsor. Hashtag Lame Ass Dads is a pop punk band from nowhere, Ohio, whose members are, well, Lame Ass Dads. The band formed in early 2021 when two friends, Ryan and Andy, decided they still had some gas in the tank for songwriting and creating. Now, in their late 30s, with real job families and responsibilities, they realized they still needed an outlet to get their adult angst out. For fans of Blink-182, Bad Religion, MXPX, and The Descendants, their debut album, Greetings from Nowhere, Ohio, is out now. Their song, We Wish You a Lame-Ass Christmas, is out now. Stream it on Spotify, Apple Music, Bandcamp, Amazon Music, or anywhere else you stream music. As well as Unside Pop Punks, A Very Pop Punk Christmas, Volume 1. Give them a follow on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, at LameAssDads. You can also head over to LameAssDads.com to learn more about the band and get connected to all things lame. Welcome back to another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go, a podcast about life in the music industry. Today we caught up with Mark from 408, and god damn it, they're so fucking good. Mark is an awesome dude, and we had a hell of a time talking to him. He was so cool. Um, But before we get into the episode, I want to tell everybody that our new website just launched. Uh, you can find us at unsignedpoppunk.com. We got everything you'd ever need to know about who we are and what we do on that website. So go check it out. Make sure you follow us on social media, and uh, we'll get into the episode. And we're back with our very special guest, Mark Ferruti. Dude, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing awesome, man. Glad to be here Sunday morning almost Sunday afternoon, and uh, ready to talk about some pop-pop, man. Dude, let's do this. So before we like get into the actual depth and the meat of the, of the episode, tell everybody who's listening right now like what it is you do. Like, Who is Mark Ferruti? Uh, I am a lead singer and bassist of 408, and um, I've been doing music since I was about 14. And uh, But my main passion project and my serious project that I've always wanted to start was 408 and I got to start it in 2017 with some really good group of friends and good producers and that's just been my passion so far the last you know four to five years over how long it's been that's awesome and like before we continue I just want to say that uh there I don't know for there's this guy on TikTok right who's like he's got the state of Ohio like plastered on his wall or whatever and he's always talking about like new bands in the scene Jesse? i think so i think that's his name and Jesse uh, Lee, yeah he's dope Jesse yeah Lee. and i saw him talk about 408 and i was like oh shit this shit slaps fuck yeah and then i that's also awesome. like ended up like getting into like existential dread because i'll never make it onto his tiktoks and that's you know that's <laughs> fine like it's fine you just got you just gotta talk to him man I just he just got... too. Just what's that him. he does podcasts Oh, yeah, he does. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
My, maybe maybe, maybe there's still a chance mom if you're listening no, i'd say he's probably <laughs> one of the coolest guys uh in the space you know just super cool guy great taste in music one of the you know just one of the nicest guys you just reach out to him I'm sure that's down. awesome man that's really awesome. what it's all about is just like being <laughs> being nice it doesn't it doesn't take a whole lot to be nice <laughs> you know like like it, it just just quit the, drop the fucking ego just be a nice person yeah <laughs> in anything it doesn't have to nice be music anymore. in anything just be nice guys it's too fucking there's too much shit out there not to be nice <laughs> sure. all right well well you just said that you guys were formed in in 2017 and um that's actually you know not all that long ago and quite frankly we're kind of like at least in my own head i'm kind of like just forgetting like 2020 and then like 2021 as like I years like, like they don't really exist you know we're still in 2019 yeah it, it's so so like the band's been alive for you know five years, but really it's only been like what two years active, maybe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I, I that's what I hate about this. Like, oh, we're five years old, but like at the same time, like we had two years off. Like it does it doesn't yeah. help. Um, but uh with that said, uh you released your first EP, uh Mrs. Lemon Squeezer, and then released Oops a few months later with a track uh with the track Wasted, garnishing a great reception. Those early EPs had a more traditional pop punk sound. So what made you decide to add a more pop influences like hip hop to your arsenal? So we started working with Andrew Wade in 2019. And then we, we did, we still did another traditional like Blink-182 pop punk straightforward record called Carrie. Mm -hmm. And um, that was like the beginning of the switch right there because, uh, you know, Andrew's a, he's worked with so many amazing bands. The data remembers like my top right, mm-hmm. two or third influence of all time. So getting to work with him was amazing. And he said, you know, he kind of steered us in another direction. He's like, you know, why don't you guys start adding different things? And then I've always loved hip hop and EDM. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? It's time to try to mash these things together. You know, I don't think genre is is really a thing as much as it used to be. Right. Um, with that being said, I'm a pop punk dude. I have pop punk roots. They're always <laughs> going to be in the songs. Like even yeah. if it's a Coldplay song or type song, then I'm, it's going to have like punk in it. You know, it's never mm-hmm. going to be, you know, completely out of the box away from the, the punk stuff. But that's really why we did it. You know, I've always actually had the vision of mashing like Blink-182 with, you know, uh, EDM artists and Kid Cudi and, and things like that. I always thought that that was where it was going to go. And this was really early on. Me and my buddy Chandler were used to talk about it all the time. Like, it'd be sick if, you know, Barker and Cudi, they actually did a track back then too. Um, it'd be sick if that started to, you know, mesh into one. Yeah. And that's kind of what's and happening right now. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. Yeah, it sure did. Man, and it did hard. And, and like, even... um you know, pop uh, influences have been sprinkling into almost every single genre uh, in the last, like, I'd say five years. And I'm not an expert, so who knows? Um, but like, you get a lot more pop metal and a lot more, yeah. you add a lot more pop influences into the pop punk side of things. And, and it's, you you know, the, you, there's some truth in that thing that, in what you said about uh, genres, you know, like they don't really exist, at least not anymore. And it's because, you know, generationally speaking, we moved down from bands like, uh, you know, what we consider like classic rock, 
into bands that are like, you know, into the eighties and nineties, like powerhouse hair metal bands or whatever. And even like hair metal bands, like by today's standards, aren't even necessarily like, you know, quote unquote metal anymore. Right. They're just like rock bands, you know? So it's like, well, they're classic rock now. Yeah, I know. According and to the then, radio. <laughs> according to the radio, right? Like, because you can listen to the Eagles and fucking Aerosmith on the same station. Um, <laughs> but that said, um, you know, as it comes down generationally, you know, we are influenced by uh, what our parents were influenced, you know, like, uh, oh, my dad grew up listening to, you know, Poison. So I listened to a little bit of Poison. But at the same time, like, Blink-182 was sick. So, like, you know, you're getting these, like, 80s uh 70s well poison isn't 70s but but the idea behind is you're getting these like older bands and then you're discovering the newer bands and you're like i really like both of them and you meld them and then that's the that's the brainchild you know but even now like two generations away from us are gonna be like my dad used to listen to this and now i'm listening to whatever the fuck is new now and it'll be that brainchild and then that'll have a baby you know what i mean and it's just exactly. it's just like it will never stop so like genre is just a way for us to describe kind of how our music fits in but at the end yes. of the day it doesn't really fucking matter you know it's just it's just music and i'm excited I, I, for the next generation to go my dad listened to limp biscuit and missing and, and meshing limp biscuit with whatever the fuck's next i that's cannot right wait, now dude. that's that's starting that's starting to limp biscuit and that kind of style of music is uh you know yeah. in the underground it's starting to make its way like <clears throat> i hate to say it or not not that i hate to say it but uh like the rappers and the people that are jumping on the wave they actually have those influences like Limp Biscuit and Chevelle like locked away some here somewhere yeah. back there and they're starting to bring that out and honestly that's kind of helping advance the ball across the board for rock you know absolutely. so it's actually great it's it's not a bad thing it's actually amazing so mm-hmm. i know i've said th- i've said this to bear but uh, i can't wait for a new wave of new metal to come oh i cannot wait <laughs> yeah steven our guitarist uh love he that's really what he you know that was his thing back in the yeah. day when he was young he loves new metal and he said it's coming i believe him. I, I think it's coming to be on the oh, i agree it's well, it's one of those things where it's like you know um you know history repeats itself and that is so very very true in uh in in music like in the past two years alone we've seen uh, a new wave of 80s inspired pop music 80s inspired Look at the weekend. rock yep mm-hmm. the we- yep the weekend and then you got um bands like i don't know if you've listened to the band camino but they're bringing back oh amazing a, a yeah. crazy right. amount of 80s synth wave and it's and even like bands like floor or um the night game like it, they're bringing back this like really subtle you know breakfast club soundtrack vibe to it and we're fucking here for it but the next thing you got that's gonna come back is the 90s so we're gonna have grunge mixed with our pop and shit (laughs) yeah and then and then you're gonna get to the thousands and that's when like like new metal is gonna come back again and the backstreet boys or (laughs) yes is already leading the charge right now you know that's true that's true so it's like yeah it's it you know we end up repeating ourselves but we take like at least what I like to think of, we take the best parts of what, you know, was, and then we oh, yeah. add with um, modern technology and advancements in audio and sound and, and uh, even like new sounds, uh, not yep. necessarily like music, but new sounds. 
uh, and then we combine them. Like our last EP that, or not EP, our last single that we just uh, recorded with our buddy. Um, I was like, dude, can you add like a, I need like a raindrop. Like I need like a drop in an ocean. But then with that, I need you to like reverb the fuck out of it. And then like put a little distortion on it. So it just kind of sounds like, you know, and it was like, yeah, I can do that. And then that now that's in the song. And it's not even that's like sick. music, right? It's just a different sound. So like, yeah, I am fully on board with what you're saying. And Pat, same with you. I cannot wait to like see you in the next like 10 years or less that new wave of like new metal and new punk and all that shit. It's going to be fucking glorious. Absolutely. <laughs> so <laughs> off of that tangent, <laughs> Mark, <My man>. so <laughs> that was good. It was needed. It was needed. It was, it was needed. It was needed and it was heated. Uh, so Mark, one of your first shows I saw was at backwoods riot music festival, oh, which, man. which boasted such <laughs> acts as multiple booty shaking contests, wet t-shirt yes. contests, and truck racing. So how did pop punk concert like hold up in that environment? Wow, man, that place was a, that was a shit show, to be honest with you. It was, um, we got on that bill just like randomly. It was one of those things. It just kind of was like a bang, bang thing. Like, hey, you want to play this festival? I don't know anything about it. If there's mudding. And I was like, all right, whatever, we're doing it. And it was cool. I mean, it was just very, you know, probably wouldn't do that again, but it was, uh, it was interesting, you know, met some cool people and, uh, you know, at the time, again, that was like 2017. So pop punk wasn't like popular. Yeah. Uh, so Still pretty it, it held up well, the thing is we had that like blink 182 sound. So everyone always like, enjoyed it it was never like oh this is annoying like loud music turn it off so that's that's mm -hmm. kind of you know been something that's been uh, beneficial to the band is we've had that sound that everyone is like recognized like oh this sounds like blink or some 41 yeah. and they listen you know? mm -hmm. so that yeah. was it man that's well, that, gotta be that's gotta be fun so no, oh, no we're about to you guys want to like go mudden after the set like <laughs> Yeah, it was weird, man. It was uh, it was in the middle of nowhere, place I'd never been. Uh, uh, Mike Busey put it on, I believe uh, that he and he's the guy that does that uh, crazy house thing. In I forgot what it is, but he was actually boys with like Machine Gun Kelly when he was like no one. Uh, Mike okay. Busey, and uh, it was cool. You know, they only did it one year. It's supposed to be something that like happened all the time. But uh, yeah, it was it was interesting. Probably the weirdest show I've ever played. I'll say that. Okay, that's what that's what I was going to ask. I wanted to see if yeah. that was your weirdest show because it makes me think of this time. Oh gosh, it was early two thousands. We played uh, an old band of mine played this show, um, and we got there. It was in Finlayson, Minnesota, just this tiny podunk little area. It's just a small area, and. Uh, we ended up playing at a condemned school. Holy shit. Uh, and it was a little terrifying. We didn't know it was condemned. Huh. <laughs> uh, they, they didn't tell us that. Damn. <laughs> That's fucking it was, nuts. It was, it was just called the Showcase Music Hall. And we're like, all right. So we got there. It was condemned. Uh, they, uh, like, the people were living in it. I'm pretty sure they were just squatting in it. I don't think anyone rented it. They were like, you want to, you want us to give you a tour? Fuck yeah. Let's see the tour. 
so we're wandering around and he's like yeah and he shows us this like little hallway with a um with a window at the end of it and he's like yeah this is and this is where i shoot my gun at the boys across the street fucking with my dog and <laughs> we're, like, we're like what the fuck is it well i don't shoot them i just shoot like near them to get them like yeah where's my dog and it's pop out. Uh, so that's fucked and uh, I need you to tell me stories so much more often (laughs) (laughs) I've got so many stories man but uh, (laughs) then they brought us down they're like you want to see the boiler room we're like fuck no let's go Uh, (laughs) so I went down and they're like yeah we the boiler room we had a Halloween party and so we're like oh that's scary and like so we went down there and like literally it was just they left everything up. It was like a bunch of like shit hanging, like, uh, like scarecrows types, st- or Holy you shit. know, like they made like bodies hanging and stuff from the ceiling. Oh I'm like, God. well, those are probably real, and <laughs> uh, probably one and of the boys across geez. the street. <laughs> yeah, so we we ended up playing, they kind of had a sound system in like the the gym. With ha- which had a stage on it, um, and they tried to get us to spend the night, and we're like, "Fuck no, man! We're we are out." We literally oh played, got the fuck out of there because no one came to the show. We just played for them. Jeez, and yeah, that's, that's like always some serial killer for, shit. It was I mean, so random scary. shows. We uh, uh we uh got booked to play. <laughs> we got booked to play a show called uh, Pussy Fest Thirty Twenty Nine. Or 3019 or whatever the fuck it was. And we're like, Pussy Fest, sign me up. <laughs> so we fucking... Is it cats? No, no. It, it, no, it was yes, just full of cats. No, so like uh the there's a couple bands on the bill that that uh, were friends of ours. Um Manhattan Blockade, okay. uh Two Sides of Me, and Eugene Levy. So like I was like, okay, like no, okay, it seems legit, whatever. Uh so it's in the middle of like nowhere fucking iowa right like and it's in a shed it's in a barn like that looks like it's about to collapse kind of shed and uh it had just rained the night before so all the ground was like sopping wet and like mushy and then the gravel road was like mushy oh man and we're like hauling all our gear and i'm just sitting here like "Mm, don't (laughs) like that but i'm gonna play pussy fest 3019 and i'm gonna be able to say that i did that so it's a shit show it was fucking hilarious though because then the band that we were on tour with ran out of gas in the middle of nowhere <laughs> i thought that was pretty funny <laughs> jeez that's gotta be rough man uh that's why you gotta ha- always call that triple a uh we yep. are not sponsored by triple a but triple a if you are listening we would love a sponsorship with you please thank you we very are much looking Ooh. for sponsors <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, that brings us to our uh, our last question of this segment. Um, you had just previously mentioned that you worked with Andrew Wade, so um, I'll just ask the question then because, like, I'm not sure, sure. how else I'm going to phrase it. Uh, you worked with the legendary Andrew Wade for your newest upcoming music. Like, tell me more about like what that was like. Because, you, like you said before, he was, you know, he's worked with amazing bands like like A Day to Remember, who like is one of all of our like hugest inspirations. So like, what was that like to not only work with him but to, like to be in that mind space? Well, we've been working with him since 2019, and uh, the best way I could describe it to you is 
everything great that a day to remember ever did, you know, cause I don't know how many, how deep you've dove into the records. I'm sure the very deep and all those amazing moments of all the records up, you know, common courtesy all the way down mm-hmm. to, for those that have heart, you know, just those, that's what I consider like the best of day to remember era to me, but right. Um, Andrews, Andrew is the one behind that. You know, mm-hmm. And that's what I could say. He, when you work with him and you bring him a, s- a song that you flesh out pretty well, and he just adds these things that you would never think of. And they may be the smallest of things and some of them may be large, but when he touches a song, it's just magic. And he's probably the most talented musician I've ever met. Uh, I'll say that, you know, just, just his idea, like top down musician. He can play guitar, he can play bass, he can sing. And his ideas mesh with yours so well. And, and he just brings the best out of you. And that's mm-hmm. really what a producer is. And it's also time to, you know, shout out uh, Andrew Karpovic, who is at the audio compound as well with Andrew. They've worked side by side. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I can say the same for Andy Karpovic. I mean, he is just unreal talented. They collaborate on a lot of things. It may, it's may not be readily known, but uh, Andrew Karpovic is actually behind... <laughs> a lot of the newer sounds that we've been doing uh, with synths and trap okay. beats and yeah. things yeah. like that. But yeah, going back to Andrew, man, I mean, if you have the chance to do it, do it. It's the best experience you could ever do in music. It's by far anytime working with him, it's the best experience I've ever had in yeah. music. So that's the yeah. best way. And you know, that said uh, to all of our listeners out there, you guys know that we are a podcast about, you know, trying to help you guys build and help you establish your brand or help you figure out what the next move is for your band. Um, I got to say this right now, and I don't mean any, any hate or hurt behind it or any kind of negative inflection to it. But if you are sitting here going, I think I can do it myself and you have a limited knowledge, just put that away. It's okay. You know, it's okay to admit that you can't do it, put that away, find a producer work with them because not only is your music going to be better, but you're going to take experiences from working with him or her or whoever it is you find. And you're going to take that back home with you. So if you want to start learning your own music producing and and all that kind of stuff, you're going to be able to take those experiences back with you. And uh, Pat, I know we've said this before, find a producer, find a producer, find a producer. It's something that we like, I like, I will stake, I will die on that Hill kind of thing. Like, um, having a third person in listening to to what you're doing, helping you flush out an idea, like like uh, Mark was saying, like you can come into a studio with a good song, but if you bring a good song to a producer who's also going to help you flush that out that idea out, it's going to go from good to great. Yep. Having that third person there is going to help you so much. So bite the bullet, just do it. I can't tell you how many times I've worked with bands that have said, "Oh man, I just you know." We like that raw sound. Like we like, you know, yeah. Mark is literally shaking his head. No, like, <laughs> like, like the bands that you think have a raw sound are still produced. Like it's still that way. And don't get me wrong. If you're just in this for, you know, being in a band to have some fun with your friends playing in the, like in your garage, finding a show. If you're in high school and you want to play for your friends, man, more freaking power to you. I love that. And quite frankly, I wish I could go back there sometimes. But if you're trying to make this a career and you're actually trying to be serious about your craft, just like anything, just like uh, art, painting, any kind of uh, skill, trade, 
doesn't matter. You put your time and effort and energy into everything that you do with that to make a good product. And a producer is going to help you get there. I hope I didn't like uh, step on anybody, anybody's toes, <laughs> Pat. Or, no, or what you said was the like, Bible right there, it's, man. That, it's, was, it's, that was preaching. That was what everyone needs to hear in a band, you know, because I, I mean, I said the same exact thing to everyone. You know, there's members within our own band that, you know, always used to bring up that argument like, oh, well, I can do it. I produce. It's like, yeah. no, bro, you can't even come close to what we're getting from yeah. this you know, and, studio. And, and that's that. it's something that I, I don't want to say struggled with, but it's definitely a conversation that we've had before, because even in my band, like I, I'm sitting here in my studio. Right. Like I have my studio. I, I yep. have all the things that I can do. I can create a song. I can create a demo. And then uh, in my band, too, uh, we have our guitarist, Victor, who's incredible. He produces for other bands and it's incredible. Like uh, one of the bands that he produces for is called A Better Hand. Uh, they're out of Minnesota. They just got signed to Mutant League Records. They're doing incredible. He writes a lot of their cool. music for them. But when it comes to our own shit, we'll write it and be like, okay, this sounds great. Let's make it better and then we take that and what whatever we wrote and then we bring that into the studio and it's yeah. that much better mm-hmm. like it's it's insane so and and you know that you know uh we've had that conversation of well we could just do it ourselves and so we kind of like even uh we compromise right like if hey if we're going to release a cover sure like we'll do the cover ourselves like we can all do that that's fine we're not really going to deviate too far from the original just going to make it our own but when we do our original shit we're like okay we're going to get a third person ear on this because we want what, when we want to uh, release our own product, we want it to be the best it can fucking be. And the only way you're going to do that is working with the producer. Excellent. Well said. All right, man. Well, we're going to take a quick break here and then we're going to get into our next segment. All right. Sounds good. Alt 1037 presents Unsilent Night, December 19th at Gillies in Dallas. Five rooms of live music and holiday attraction featuring Sleeping with Sirens. Grandson. Nessa Barrett, Nothing Nowhere, Kenny Hoopla, Royal and the Serpent, Carol's Daughter, Suko, Jaris Johnson, and many more. For tickets and info, visit unsilentnightmusicfest.com. And we're back with our next segment. First off, uh, Mark, we really want to thank you for being here. Like this has been absolutely incredible. Like we, uh, man, I, I already like you. You're you're you're, you're fucking awesome. Uh, oh, thank you, man. Yeah, thanks thanks for having me. Yeah, you're you're a good dude. And uh, you know, I feel bad because like Pat's like uh, Pat and I will go back and forth because we get the notifications on our phones. Like, oh man, do we have to reschedule again? <laughs> oh, damn it. Fuck. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's all my fault, man. I it's literally got. It's all good, dude. Time. It's like actually it was. Actually, it was all all of our faults. It was each all of one of faults. us had to do, like, because Bear had one, you got sick, and then I fucked up one. Like, yep. literally, <laughs> it, it, each one of us like did this. Yep, I but, was the uh, last one. But we really want to thank you for for your patience, man. Um, like, <laughs> oh, no, thank you. Awesome. I owe you a thank you as well, man. We're here on Sunday morning to preach. You know, we're in the we're in the church right now. We're, we are in the church. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right, so this is our next segment. This segment is called Obscure Questions Segment. This has nothing to do with music and everything to do with whatever the fuck you want it to be. Cool. All right, Pat, go ahead and take the first one. Okay, so I think uh, we'll start with, uh, so when thinking on the annals of history, 
Like, what is one thing you wish you could bring back to the modern era? Mm, that's a good question. <sighs> uh, I, you know, I was always into the Roman shit, like a lot, like the architecture. I love Mediterranean architecture. More of that would be cool. Yeah. Also, the vibe of the 1920s, I think, would be really cool. Like 1920s America. Yeah. I love big band, like big band, like Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin stuff. Dude, how cool uh, would it be to go into like a like club, like like uh, I don't know, like a like a dinner club, right? Oh, amazing! And, and you're hearing a band cover like fucking Glenn Miller or some shit. But or, here's like, the thing, Benny Goodman, <laughs> and you're just but, like big ass band, and you're like, mm. but Barry, you'd have to start like putting like suits on like every day. I, dude, I will. Will you? I just, I just bought me some suspenders. And a button-down tie, I will. I will dress the fuck up, and I will go. To, I I don't even give a shit. I don't even give a shit. I would. <laughs> I would go with Mark. Okay, Mark and I would be dressed up to the fucking nines. Yes, we would. Like I'd have a Cuban and a whiskey, right? And that sounds just, personal. It sounds. It sounds incredible. And then I'd just yeah. be like leaning up against the bar, just listening and watching the big band play. I'm just like that's life right there. That's all they did. That's all, yeah. And then I would just say <laughs> C a lot, you know. I'd just be like, ah, see, you bugsy, right, right. <laughs> all right. So one of the things that we like to do here, we like to try to like dive really, really deep into our guests. Uh, sometimes we find gold nuggets. Sometimes we miss. Um, so with that, there there may have been something that we picked up, but you have to confirm or deny it. Sure. Were you an extra on the made for TV movie life with T.O.? You know what? I wasn't, they asked me to do it. Like someone uh, I know that's in another band did this thing and they're like, Oh, we need extras. And I was like, Oh yeah, maybe I'll do it. And then he just put my name in there and I'm like, I was never there. I didn't do this. (laughs) So, you know it was still right it was still right pat you did it you fucking did it my dude you are the second you are the second guest that has either like been on a movie or like been like in a movie credit and it's always weird because you can always find somebody with like the same like fucking name so we're like "Mm, is it a hit or a miss and then you never know because they're always like got a small part so it's never like advertised and you're just like there's "Ah, never a picture you just just gotta like (laughs) stick it to the wall and like just Get it out there and hope it sticks, you know? <laughs> yeah, very weird situation. I mean, it was just like in a music video shoot. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you guys remember the band Modern Day Escape. They were like a MySpace kind of band there or whatever. But yeah, so I'm friends with the singer of that band. And he was shooting a video for his other band that no longer exists. And that guy was there, the Teo dude. And uh, he was just like, oh, you're so beautiful. You should be in the movie. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, sure, man, maybe, you know, and uh, I never did it. And uh, they still put me in it. So, well, there you I go. Don't know. You, you got movie credit. credit for it. Yeah, yeah I, I do. I have, I'm, I am you're an actor. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> um, is Shakespeare overrated? Well, he's an OG, so it's hard to say that he's overrated. <laughs> Fair enough. But Fair I, enough. I don't enjoy I don't seek out Shakespeare. But without him, would we have had, you know, plays and poetry and art the way it is today? You know, that's hard to say. So sure, I can't, sure. dis- I can't, the, dis- the, I the can't. influence versus what you like about somebody yeah. or something. I get yeah. that. I get that. You can't be dissing on no shaky. And no, like uh, the Willie, cure, it's a Willie good example. Speaks. Like the cure inspired blank. 
I think Robert Smith's talented. I don't enjoy the music that much. There's like maybe a couple of their hit songs I'll sure. listen to, but I, I'm not listening to The Cure. Fair so, enough. But if that may blink, then, you know, you got to respect it. Absolutely. When is the right time to tell someone that you love them as a friend? Uh, this is a, is this a sexual relationship or non-sexual relationship? Yeah, sure. <laughs> you, <laughs> you choose, man. <laughs> oh man. The right time. You just, if you just don't, you know, if you just know that whatever that is and whatever, you know, the love is only, it's limited love. That's the way mm. I'll put it. So you can only go yeah. so far. That's when yeah. you got to tell them. That's when you gotta tell him. I like that actually. That's a really good, that's very that's wise, actually. Once you find <laughs> out, once you once you understand it's a limited love, you gotta say it right there. Yeah, exactly. Man, that's like damn, that's a song right there. Yeah, it's limited, limited love. love, love yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get uh, Celine Dion to feature on it. <laughs> I like right, it. Pat, oh man, bring us into the next segment. Let's go. Okay, so our this is our last segment. It's called Rapid Fire Questions. I need you to just speak. From the heart, you hear it, you sure. answer it. You ready? Sure. Pizza or tacos? Tacos. Saved by the Bell or Boy Meets World? Uh, Boy Meets World. Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter? Mortal Kombat. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Pudding or Jello? Pudding. Are you a day or night person? Day. And the last question: Fallout Boy or My Chemical Romance? Ooh. Man, <laughs> that's <him>. tough. <sighs> I gotta go with my chem. Yeah, that's and I'm the not right even like really the biggest <laughs> my chem fan either. But they just had so many hits and so many songs that moved like the genre. My chem helped right define way. a generation. They really they did. did. They did. Mm-hmm. To me, I mean, I guess I'm being a little honest here because I was like, when I started even diving into music. Um, I wasn't allowed to listen to Blink-182 really until, you know, I discovered them on my own. And um, I never really understood like the hot topic thing back in the day, like in high school. I just, I don't know, because I played sports. I was a weird dude, dude. I I, pl- I was in a band and I played sports. I was just like all over the place, like sure. with the click. Me and too. For, it's all good. The one, worry about yeah, it. the one click I never, I never got into was the hot topic one, but honestly, looking back and looking at the history books, like what my chemical romance did was genius and uh, smart. It was great. Absolutely. Well, Mark, that's it. You made it to the podcast. Congratulations. I'd give you like a cookie if I could, but like, good job, man. (laughs) You got, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of Um, course. Before you go, tell us and tell the listeners where we can find 408 and um, how we can follow you. Sure. Um, but you can find us on Spotify, Apple Music. Just type in 408. We'll come up. Uh, we're on IG, 408 mu- at 408 Music. We're on TikTok, uh, 408. You know, type, type it in. It'll come up. I think it's 408 Band. And, um, yeah, just you can find us on any platform. You can find us on YouTube. We have mu- music videos out. And uh, that's pretty much it. Anywhere you can listen to music, you'll find us. Awesome, man. And, guys, yeah. don't sleep on them. 408 oh, is, God. not only are they amazing, but they're going to be one of the next big pop punk, hip hop, pop punk bands out there. And uh, we can't d- wait to see uh, the amazing, amazing things that they're going to do. Mark, again, thank you so much for being here, man. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Look forward to hearing more from you guys. All you guys right. are awesome. We'll catch you later. Thanks, all right. Brother. All right. Thank you, man. Bye. See you. Have a good one. <laughs>